0: Welcome to Art Everywhere. Tonight, my guest is Massimo Legitimo. Yeah, man. What's up, bro?
1: Oh man, honestly, chilling. Um, just enjoying my time up in Sac.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. so you're. First off, you're you're a badass videographer, dude. <laughs> dude your your shit's fucking cool, dude. Thank you. And um, <laughs> and so you're you're from Sacramento, right? Yeah, Uh, but now, but now you're based in L.A. Like
1: to clarify, because I know the homies would easily say. So I'm Sacramento County. Uh, I was Rancho, and then spent the most of my the rest of my uh, teenage and adult life in Folsom before I moved out to uh, L.A. So Sac County, not Sac Sac Folsom out out there but yeah yeah but it's it's, it's, it's kind of like that yeah.
0: thing if you're from like daily city and people you're traveling abroad and people go hey where are you from you know like, san francisco like uh, you know i'd be scared if someone in the bay asked me where i'm from <laughs> uh, see here's the thing that i learned to say or i learned to ask people like, where are you out of oh yeah huh? it's a dude it's a different it's just a different like approach like people don't take offense to that you ask somebody where they from. I learned that in the joint. <laughs> you learned that in the joint. Like you I started asking people where you out of because you ask where they're from and they'll like give you their hood. Yeah. And it's like ah, oh, I don't want to know that. <laughs> you know, didn't need to know that, bro. You know what I mean? Also, it's written across your forehead, so I already knew that. That's but, fair. But you know, so how'd you end up doing what you do, bro? Because you you do it really well.
1: Thank you. Um.
0: I don't know, man.
1: I shout out addictive personality. Uh <laughs> it, I mean every everything in my life that has been a good thing and not so good things um but the good things all stem from skate. So um like dude as a kid, it's a whole different story, but I rebelled against my dad. He used to be a producer in SAC. Uh so he had, like, people like Shock G and stuff coming over the house. So I'd always hear that, like, I grew up with music, really. Um, so I started, uh, like, a record. Like, beginning to end, we made, like, I was 11 years old, had, like, 21 songs. And he was shopping me uh, to, like, Sony. And I guess the contract, like, I'm a kid. I don't know what happened. I got the contract sent over. But it was kind of like a Joe Jackson situation where, like, if I didn't perform well at these little small shows where, like, I performed at, like, uh, Cal Expo, like, if I didn't perform well, I'd get my ass beat. So as a kid, you're, like, you associate that with everything bad. So thankfully, like, uh, Folsom had, my <laughs> had the little <laughs> white homies that skated. So they took me to skate, and I just kind of latched onto that, um, you know, our household like my, my dad's black my mom's white but essentially she is white she grew up in the bay uh she's got that mentality she like dude they met as backup dancers for mc hammer uh, nice, <laughs> um, dude. that's super cool but like in the house it was always like RB and rap and hip-hop uh so that was like first time i ventured into the wider music so you know he was hot when i started listening to green day and panic at the disco and yeah, <laughs> like all that yeah, stuff yeah. so i went like full into it like everything that Skate You're culture. not doing I want to do. Um,
0: became, the, that became a whole thing, it's but I latched on to it. It's a different thing that's yours, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, there's like a whole long story there about the family, but uh, I just got drawn to skating. And after a while, you know, someone would bring a camera out and we'd go to spots that sometimes I wouldn't necessarily want to jump down. Um <laughs> And I remember one time vividly uh, talk about it with him from time to time. Uh, my friend Trevor Piggott, he was hella good. And he was the dude that would bring out the camera sometimes. Uh, the day that I picked up a camera, I got shut down, dude. I remember filming a trick after I'd seen like one of my first skate videos. And there was this filmer, French Fred, like famous skate filmer. And he would always take a different approach. So, like some of his stuff, he'd be rolling long lens, like in skate we call it roll, rolling long lens. Like it's just like you know anything but a fisheye. Um, and he would zoom, and sometimes he'd be Dutch, like at like a angle at a, a tilt. So I tried that. He saw the footage after someone lands something. He was pissed, dog. Like he told me, "You're never gonna touch this camera again." And I would beg him like almost every day I'd beg him like please like dude that was fun like I think it was like getting that no too that I was like all right fuck you dude so um I just saved up picked up a terrible camera um <laughs> but I I I that was that was my camera so I just Yeah it's kept the best doing one you got. Doing yeah. Yeah
0: it's the best one you got, bro.
1: You know over the years I built on that the addiction um Would always want to go out, not even to skate anymore, really, just to film people skate. Of course, you're rolling on a board with them from time to time. Um, And as the years kept going, the cameras upgraded. Like one of my happiest moments was getting VX1000 with the Mark I fisheye. That is like classic staple skate camera. Um, And. Dog, it's such a long story. I don't know if we got time. So Bro, many st- no, no, no. There's so this many is, steps, but is like your,
0: this is your story, man. Like. Because there's somebody's gonna there's somebody's gonna listen to this. Yeah. And they're gonna be like, oh, because everyone thinks you gotta be jumping out of the gate like 100 percent legit.
1: Oh no, dude, there's so many failures. Well, <laughs> like there's see, so but, many failures. But that's the sick. thing.
0: But that's the thing that that I think this podcast, I, I try to get out of people, is like not everything's a fucking home run. Yeah. And especially your first at bat. You know what I mean? Even still,
1: like when I'm doing uh, commercial work or passion projects, like you go in with this idea of what you want to do. And sometimes you you get so sick with anxiety because you know what it is that you want to do. It's that excitement, but fear, but you just dive in. And like, dude, like even if you build experience, and you're really comfortable in what you do, which is also a dangerous thing to feel comfortable in what you do, by the way. But, um, dude, you could completely blow it. Like, the amount of times that I felt like, all right, yo, this shoot turned out well or it's going to turn out well. And then I see what everything came to. Whether Like, it could be due to your own fault or other hands in the pot but it's such a sickening feeling so it always it still happens it's never going to leave you so like if this is like like serving as like uh like a message message <laughs> like <laughs> like there's going to be times where you are really upset with yourself and the work that you've done and that's like the best motivator cuz you don't want to have that feeling again
0: yeah especially with with photography because you don't you can't you can't recreate that that moment and when you miss a moment you're like fuck yeah but dude sometimes the failure is
1: like when you look at it down the road you're like okay no that because it's it's that um that kind of flaw that separates from like the pristine picture perfect sometimes picture perfect isn't
0: it it's fucking sometimes serious. there needs to be a flaw
1: like okay like i'm not a jeweler and i don't have money like that but like a flawless diamond versus like, a, like a vintage, like a, like a diamond with with fucking flaws, uh, like yeah, something that's been around, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Um, or like okay, my field, like perfect pristine glass, like master primes or master anamorphics or signature primes versus like old K thirty five vintage primes or uh, like Minoltas or it's just, it just. It's a different. They thing, They have right? flaws, and that's why they look so gorgeous.
0: Yeah, yeah. When something's too polished, it just seems it. It, it like takes you out of the moment, almost. You know what I mean? It, but it kind like, of
1: everything serves its purpose too.
0: It's, like, it's
1: such a hard. Yeah, thing.
0: Yeah, I think it's. I think it's like um, from what from what I've seen, right? Because I, I appreciate a good photo because I, I I work from photos, so from what I've seen is like finding the right flaws or finding the right just finding the right magic in the moment you know what i mean because sometimes a, a, a perfect crystal clear picture is going to be perfect for that moment yeah but sometimes that same moment with a flawed camera just adds something else it adds it's 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 like a filter before filters were a thing right but it's it's more honest i feel because because the 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 lens is picking up the, from what I understand of, of photography, it's like it's capturing the light, right, onto the celluloid or onto the digital camera or whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. It's, it's catching the light bouncing off of that thing. And it's kind of magic, dude, because the, the light is never going to, those rays of light are never going to be bouncing off that thing the same way again. And when you can capture yeah. that shit, yeah. right? When you can capture that shit, and you capture that moment, you're like, "Fuck, I got it." <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. And then you you look, and it just happen to have this camera, and it, it just happened to be this time of day, and it just happened, and it's like, "Oh shit, dude, you can't, you can't buy that."
1: Well, it depends on what the the client's budget is, but
0: he <laughs> 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 could try. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um,
1: but dude, like, if I, like, all right, the amount of times that you've seen. A photograph or, like, in the motion world, a composition where the focus is on a different subject than what you would imagine should be in focus. It's the intentional shift of the focus. So, like, say your person is out of focus and the focus is on, like, a parking meter or something. Like an iconic skate photo from Mike Playback on like a, a backsmith, I believe of Coston, It's like, dude, that photo is timeless. It's like intentionally shot to not be perfect. Like, yeah. Okay. Art's such a weird thing. And it's weird calling photography or motion art because it's, it's just capturing a moment, even up to the point where it's commercial and there's like 30, 60, 80 bodies on, on deck. It's like pre-planned, like it's still just capturing a moment of the day.
0: It's it's like Jimi Hendrix, right? Like his guitar playing isn't the cleanest guitar playing. It's kind of dirty. Mm-hmm. You know, like his, his technique and all that stuff, like he can make it sound really pretty and really crystal clear, but it's like that, it's it's the notes between the notes that he's able to push with his fingers that really make it his sound. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's, there's all that, the, there's these intangible things that like, Somebody can't really teach you unless you have that in you already, and I think with art in general, and everything is an art, right? The the people who made these glasses that you know we're drinking the beer out of. Oh yeah, somebody, what beer are we drinking? well uh, we're drinking uh, Loomis Basin mm-hmm. Brewing. It's called Tight, <laughs> like literally T I T E. Tight. Tight.
1: Hey tight, yo, tight, it, tight. it's hella cold.
0: Yeah, it's and it's tight, hella it's cold.
1: Extra crushable since two thousand
0: and ten. Bro, it's. Pretty damn good. It's a nice clean drink. Are we getting sponsored drink. for this? Oh no, not yet. We'll see.
1: All right. Well, I'll give them. I'll give you guys their whole their whole deal. <laughs> Tap me, drink me, love me. That yeah,
0: that's the motto of life, isn't it? Is it dude, yeah, I didn't even realize that. <laughs> Tap me, drink me, love me. That is the beer motto is of life. Outside, yeah. fresh beer is a happier beer. Hell yeah! Oh shit! Yeah, Loomis Basin. Uh, I've started coming around because you know. I, I tried the beers around here, and I and I love them, but even the like OPB, that's fam right there, right? This is my boys. But every every Thursday at four o'clock, they get beers from like like they get beers from like Pittsburgh or something like oh, in well. the mail, and they'll open them up and and drink them live on Instagram and review them, and it, it's cool to drink outside of your your watering hole, and you know not that Loomis is super you know exotic, you know what I mean? There's, I mean I guarantee people literally ride like- horses down the street. Up in Loomis, bro. I seen that in
1: LA, too. That's the most wild thing I've seen in LA. Like Here, it makes sense.
0: Yeah, that, dude. I think we forget how rural Sacramento is. But um, if you go down Bradshaw, and you just keep going down Bradshaw, yeah, all yeah. of a sudden, you see horses, bro. Like, barns, just fields, cows, goats. That's why I like Sac so much, man. It's because it's like, like, this is my heart.
1: Living in LA was... A, a, a option that I took and ran with because I was going to have the option to film skateboarding for a living like what the fuck that was my dream like I've lived I've reached my end goal of, on life like I don't want to Jesus don't take the wheel here but like, I could die today and have accomplished what I wanted to accomplish save for having children like that's the ultimate dream but I've, I've done what I wanted to do so everything else is extra but still living there it's like I miss home man. i want to come back here and like seeing this seeing creatives flourish and still being able to, to do what they want to do and push that and live here it's like dude it makes me feel so happy like i didn't think it was possible to well, to, so what, to have the avenue and whoever decided thank you like people just said fuck it we're gonna make it happen
0: yeah, I think that's I think that's how we're I, well, that's kinda what happened with you too. That's why you went to LA, right?
1: But like to stay here and like cause it didn't feel like there were that many lanes available. Like granted, my mindset was film and skate for a living. You gotta be with a skate company, that's LA. But like say I wanted to do what you guys are doing or like just anything more commercial or, or pushing boundaries with like, okay, like, someone you've had on the podcast before, Ashley Deering, as a Shout as a out painter. to Ashley Deering. Yeah. She, she's the one who got us together, man. Yeah, man. So, she's a dope person.
0: Yeah, um, she's awesome, bro.
1: Dope painter, too. I uh, love her message. Um, but, like, things like that, it didn't feel like there was a market. And somehow, some way, everybody that's been here just said, fuck it, we're making it happen. And it's cool as shit to see.
0: Yeah, dude, I, I agree. Um, I got here in 2015 and... Where are you from? I'm from San Jose. Oh, word. All right, but I, I came from prison here. So I'd been oh, gone... Oh, shit. Yeah, I'd been gone for 16 years. Why'd and, you commit a crime here? No, I committed a crime in San Jose. Why'd they take you here? Oh, so long story short, <laughs> uh, like I, when I got paroled, I'd been gone 16 years. I went went in at 18, came home at 34. And... I realized, you know, my mom wanted me to go live with her. Like, hey, son, you know, I got, a, I got a place for you. You could sleep on the couch here. You know, we could clear out a room. You know, we can... Re-. I go, hey, mom, look, I love you. God bless you. I'll always love you and I appreciate it. But I need to be in a place that uh, specializes in helping me out. Like, I know you, yeah, you want to help fair. me out, but you don't know how to do that. Yeah, that's fair. So I was writing to a lot of places because I was a lifer. So you have to, like, find, like, housing before you can even get paroled before they actually grant you parole they need to know where you're going and what your plans are damn so i reached out to this place here in sacramento here in oak park actually and um, restoration house and they're the only ones who wrote back dude nobody else wrote back because there was no money in it at the time now everything's now everything's state funded so everybody's got a reentry home and you know it's it's fine, but at the time it was like personal pay, and most people were like I'm not gonna try to go to reentry. I'll just stay with my mom. I'll go do this. I'll do that. I was like, no, I need somebody to like really help me, and I have one of my best friends.
1: Was that, that more of like um, not necessarily trusting yourself, or was it just like 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 yeah? I'm trying to. I had a I had a question. That's ADD is a motherfucker isn't it. Um, <laughs> Bro every time like was that a, a lack of trust in self or like, uh, like a like a fear or like what sparked that versus staying with your mom?
0: Well, I know this that my mom has the best intentions. I don't doubt her heart, just her skill set like she doesn't she's not skilled in that. It's like like i di- I know my mom will fight, but she don't uh, know Taekwondo. <laughs> you know what I mean I know my mom will fight if it comes down to it, she'll fight, but you know what I mean. Mm. It, I seen my mom throw a punch. Like I ain't gonna, nice. I ain't gonna put no money on that. You know what I mean? I'm like, hey mom, I love you. I love your heart. You're all heart, dog. You know what I mean? But it was just a, a matter of like, this is my. This is probably gonna put me in the best position to get myself in the best position. Oh yeah. You know, because it's one thing to to have confidence in yourself, but it's another thing to like take an inventory of yourself. Like, okay, this is who I am. These are my shortcomings. How can I shore these up? Well, this place—they specialize in helping me like get um, my social security card, getting a uh, driver's license, getting uh, acquainted with applying to jobs online, which wasn't a thing before. So I used to—I used to drive up to—I used to ride my bike to places and like try to get a job. And like, hey, can I get an application? Like, oh yeah, I just filled an application online. I'd go. Oh Thank word, you. huh? It was a Different world, wow, I, came, I yeah. came home to a digital world. I, I left an analog world and came to a digital world. And it would I, be a trip, yeah. It's a little, you know, but I saw stuff on TV. I wasn't that's completely, a hard shift, yeah. And you know, I was just young enough, I think, to be able to like catch the wave, you know what I mean. And um, when I came here, like Sacramento was they, they were still building the arena, they had just knocked down the K Street Mall. Oh, whoa. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They had so that just wasn't too down, long ago. Yeah, that was 2015. Holy shit, time flies. Yeah, well, yeah was. Like, it wasn't yeah. that long ago. I'm thinking like 2018. Jesus. Yeah, it was 2015. So damn. Yeah, and um, so I was I, I I've seen like the I I've watched the development of the the art scene, like from the periphery. Because for a while I was just so focused on getting my shit together that I wasn't able to paint or to really make friends with people in the art world. And until one day I did, and it's, it's like really cool to see this. um, It's kind of like, like no one was going to give it to Sacramento, right? No one was going to give Sacramento anything. So Sacramento just kind of brought itself up and I said, Hey, we like the artists started coming together and like forming art collectives you know what i mean and it and it's it's really cool to see by the
1: by the way after this is all said and done you definitely you don't have to <laughs> um but i would be, i would appreciate it if you were to uh connect me with like every everything that is going on here oh yeah I'm, bro i'm really trying to like commit to Well, we're well in a everything. good
0: spot we are sacramento is uh one of the places that um is really trying to bring the culture of the city out into the open because the, because the, the culture develops in the cracks, you know what I mean? The slang, the the style of dress, all yeah. that stuff, it just happens little by little, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's its, its own flavor. And oh. then it, and it, and it becomes this this thing that kind of just rises up a little bit. And then it, it takes people with a bit of a, a, with a bit of a reach to kind of push it up. Like, um, Kevin Johnson was one of the dudes who did that for Oak Park, you know, invested in his, you know, in his neighborhood.
1: He was, uh, f- fixing to make things better.
0: Yeah. Fixins. <laughs> 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 well, well, he, he did, man. He did. You know, I think that'll, that'll be, uh, his legacy down the line. Um, that, that this, ah, shoot, like, places like better be just,
1: Kevin Johnson, listen to this. I don't want to <laughs> speak about politics, but.
0: Uh-huh, what, it yeah. would be nice
1: to fix was, was his legacy. <laughs> listen, I'm gonna leave it at that.
0: Yeah. Oh. Yeah. 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 But I mean, he played ball. Man, that dude was the He was my favorite point guard behind uh, Tim Hardaway. Come on, Tim Hardaway, boy, that killer crossover. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Run TMC. You don't to all this. That. I don't need a
1: political enemy.
0: Nah. <laughs> nah. He's uh, he's a super humble, dude. Man, so check this out. He was he was the mayor. <laughs> And I was, and we went to Pancake Circus right here on Broadway. And my, my nephew had come up. My nephew was like 16 at the time, whatever, 15, 16. And I go, uh, we walk in there and homeboys there eating uh, Kevin Johnson. Yeah. So I go, I go, hey. I, d- I tell my nephew, I go, you know who that is? I go, dude, that's one of the best point guards to ever play the game. <laughs> and he goes, what? I go, dude, that's Kevin Johnson. He goes, Kevin Johnson. He's like, isn't he the mayor or something? <laughs> I go, yeah, dude, he's the mayor. And. You know, coincidentally, one of the greatest point guards ever played the game. And he goes, oh, shit. I said, you should say hi, man. He's, I hear he's super cool. So he goes, so after, you know, we're done eating, like we're leaving around the same time. And uh, so he stops him. He goes, hey, excuse me, sir. Are you Kevin Johnson? He's like, yeah. And he's like, hi, my name's Javier. Nice to meet you. He's like, wow. And he talked to him for a couple of minutes, man. And he said, hey, he's like, um, he's like why don't you email my office? And he goes, huh? He's like, yeah. Email me. He's like, you got a pen? They take down my email. So he gave me oh, his I email. Thought,
1: I thought family said to Kevin Johnson, "Why don't you email my office?" I'm like,
0: yo, he's gangster for that. <laughs> That's <was> some cold <laughs> shit as a kid. Nah. So he, <laughs> so he, uh, he, he gave, he, <laughs> he gave my nephew. That would have been pretty. Gangster, <laughs> yeah, you know, no, really yeah, like, yeah. That's some balls, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why don't you email uh, my, my, my office? KJ? Yeah, contact my people. <laughs> K- KJ, but. uh Yeah, and then Kevin Johnson emailed him back. Well, probably his office probably emailed him back. But he said, hey, Javier, nice to meet you. It's a pleasure meeting you at Pancake Circus, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Keep up the good work. And he, like, mentioned some stuff that my nephew had mentioned to him in their conversation. Oh, that's sick. Yeah, dude, it was was really nice, man. It was really nice. And I'm like, that goes a long way. Yeah, it does. You know what I mean? Because you don't got to talk to anybody. You know what I mean? Especially some 16-year-old kid that's all awkward and shit. Because, Wait.
1: Is Kevin Johnson from SAC originally or no?
0: Yeah, yeah. He's yeah, he's from Oklahoma. All right,
1: then yeah, that makes sense then. Like that's the Sacramento way. It's a different type of connection here. Mm. Um, without getting into my too deep into my jaded feelings, it's like, dude, it's so it's so night and day. Like I have my people down down south, but dude, it's so night and day from like personal connection
0: there versus here. Yeah, out, out there it's a everyone's a stepping stone. Everyone's uh, like a connection to a bigger fish. And it's fine.
1: Like, I keep to myself. Because, like, I've understood after enough time, like, for the most part, friendships are just, like, how much can you do for me? Um, but I got my people. And it's dope to know, too. Like, honestly, most of my people down there are from here. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's funny as shovel. Like, okay, that's why. Yeah. Um, but, like, of course, like. One of my solid homies, Damo, like, uh he, he dude, he's like my brother, like he like he's one of those rare solid in fuck. There's actually so many solid individuals, but they're mostly from like quote unquote inner city. It's like that family connection, you know? Yeah. Um damn, I was about to say some shit, but I'ma stop myself it's fine let's let's move forward <laughs> um, no
0: worries man no worries so like where like so you you started off doing skate videos well how'd you even end up in LA so f- that's where I wanted to get to like how'd you even go from Sacramento oh. to LA like how did that jump happen like what made you go like this is this isn't working here because I, I get what you're saying Sacramento was a kind of a one horse town
1: no there's more than one horse here
0: yeah na- now now <laughs> but, but, before, no, no, yeah. I'm no, talking about like saying. rural area. There's yeah, hella horses, dog. There's hella horses, dude. Like, like I said, you go down to Bradshaw, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what you're saying. Horses, yeah. goats, cows. It's, it's legit farm country. But um,
1: that's what makes it sick is you could be in the city and then
0: be in the, in the of woods
1: or be in the farm, like just escape.
0: Um, Tahoe's an hour and a half away. Yeah, but that's too much snow. It's cold. Bro, I was up there. now You're crazy. Bro, it, it, I was up there for work. What do you do? You going to not go to work because it's yeah, in Tahoe? That's, that's
1: fair. Yeah.
0: It's just the snow. Bro, <laughs> like, like shoulder deep, bro. <laughs> shoulder deep. I'm not kidding. Like you stand next to like the the, the drifts that have been like plowed and shit. Yeah. Next, uh, like over six feet tall. Damn. Yeah, bro. They've been getting hammered. That's why, dude, like down the five right here, everything's flooded. Yeah. yeah. Everything's flooded. Oh, no, like,
1: I saw the ninety nine was just gone.
0: Yeah, dude. So uh, what's been happening is all the all the snow that's been up there, the the rain has been coming up, and melting the snow. So now you got all this snow melting prematurely with the rainwater, and it's just rushing down. Oh shoot! So we're finally gonna have le- our lake back. Yeah. That's yeah. Cool. Yeah.
1: But shout out Mother Nature, man. Um, but no, okay, so. L. A. Yeah, what brought me to L. A. dude? I'm sorry, you got to deal with this ADD I got going on, bro.
0: Don't trip.
1: And you're serving me beers. Oh my, legend. Oh. <laughs> um, I, like honestly, I feel like everything in my life has happened on accident. Yeah, I've made an intentional point to pursue things. Like, okay, this is this is something I've tussled with for the longest. I'm going to save a lot of the details because we could be here for hours, but um, God, the universe, firmly believe in God, but like also the act of manifestation, throwing it out there. Sometimes I've done that outside of a form of prayer. That's what folks call a manifestation. Um, it's all accident, man. So like what really started making it feel like it was possible To move down there was dude there's a period of time like people still come here from the skate world but there's a period of time where sac was fucking cracking for skate companies to like bring their teams and come tour because like dude I, i literally have a skate book still of like 600 or so skate spots in the sacramento area like i'm talking about like from like davis vacaville through till, like, Auburn, Nevada City, through till Placerville and deeper. Um, So teams would come to town, and, like, there have always been solid-skate filmers here. Like, Chris Ray was the one to really, like, make it happen. He was my mentor, and I'll come back to that. Um, Same with Ty Evans, but Ty is from L.A. Um, And then there is Alan Hannon, who held it down after Chris Ray and Matt Mullen, but whenever... They were out of town or dealing with uh like other teams. You know, they pass whoever on to me. I'm sure they were worried about that because I was like the young Jit, like 18, 19, 20, 17, 18, 19, 20. And that's their referral. I've probably looked them, made them look bad before <laughs> uh, for sure. <laughs> At least like with Chris Ray, for sure. I've made him look bad in my adulthood. Sorry, Chris, you know the story. I've told you sorry before. Um, but um, yeah, that helped because you build relationships with filmers from out of town. Um, I got a lot of that because now I work in commercial and like I've done a lot of music video. I got my whole celebrity idolization, that whole like Star Trek out of the way because of the skate community. Like, you see these pros and you're like, oh my god, that's such and such, and you're like fangirling. Like thank God I got that out of the way as my team cuz being a grown man fanning out on like some fucking some rapper or Megan Stine like,
0: yeah cuz dude not to yeah. name drop or anything but <laughs> not the name drop or anything but dude you worked with some some pretty uh recognizable names I'll say again a- accident Bro. <laughs> For I don't, I don't, real. And it's really stem, it stems from skate. Like I don't I don't really believe in accidents. Yeah, that's right? what I, I feel yeah. like I feel like these things like you put yourself in a position to be there.
1: But okay, look, check it out. Aside from like me like right what I'm doing right now, going around and trying to link up with all these creatives in Sacramento, that's intentional. I'm intentionally networking. I I like my personality, I don't like networking. It feels inauthentic to myself. But networking here feels authentic because I care about seeing you guys doing so well and I, I want to see how I may help if I can't even help but I want to extend that but like versus like getting in the production sphere down there that feels disingenuous to me because I know what goes on again talking about the stepping stone so like I've never intentionally networked like it's pretty fresh to me and like if I like if and when I have I've kind of retreated early early on. It just it doesn't feel like who I am. Um, so that's well, why I say it's an accident. It's well, like even, someone like, might say my name and dude, there's been times where I've gotten a job and I've literally like, I've literally looked at dude in his face. I'm like, are you sure? <laughs> like, really? Like, I don't know what I'm like pretty much telling on myself. Like, I'm sure he knew, but it's like I don't know what I'm doing, but it was that trust like You'll be fine. Yeah, you got to bet on yourself. But like, it was like, had never directed anything besides skate stuff and smaller music video. But I got to direct an NFL campaign. It was like Uh,
0: Max Richter. Yeah, yeah, that that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Campaign with uh, what's the name uh from the uh what's the name the the linebacker from Denver. Oh, I don't. I watch football. Oh, I, dude, I gave up on football
1: after, like, I mean, obviously, like, 49ers hadn't been doing so hot for a while, but I sincerely don't watch football anymore after how they did Kaepernick, because I'm a Niners fan, and that broke my heart, so I gave up football.
0: No, I get it. I get it. But, dude, Will Farrell. Oh yeah, that dude's so, bro. He's so nice, bro. He's so sweet. I saw that, and I, dude. I saw that. I, I, <laughs> I think that was like the first thing I saw when when Ashley said, "Hey, you should meet this dude. I'm gonna send him your way." And I was like, "All right." I stalked your page real quick, and I was like, "The fucking Will Ferrell? <laughs> is that Megan The Stallion?" Like I was watching your shit. I'm like, "This, this is." And, and then you like message back, and you're like. What's up dude what's up bro like yeah yeah I'm gonna uh I'm gonna be in Sacramento wanna you know link up blah 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 but the thing like you networking right you don't sound like someone who's networking like my 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 antenna doesn't go up like what the fuck is happening right now because when those people yeah. start talking like my antennas go up they're like salesmen
1: yeah yeah they're, that's, they're sales that's why I don't like that's why I don't like the act of networking because it doesn't feel like it's real
0: it doesn't this mm-hmm. this seems real you know what I mean? Sitting down for a beer, like shooting the shit, you know, whatever, whatever. Like, yeah, man, let's fuck around. Let's do this. Let's do that. You know what I mean? Like that. What are we that's... breaking
1: tonight, dog? Oh,
0: sure. <laughs> I don't know. What are we doing?
1: Mario, what can we break? Oh, God.
0: Wait. What you break. <laughs> <laughs> Define break. Define break. That plastic bottle. Definitely break that door. Yeah. Right there the water bottle, right? The there. water bottle. Yeah. Just, just we'll water just bottle, chuck bottle it. on the table. All right, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you, yeah. you seem you seem authentic, bro. Like that's yeah. like that's the thing that I honestly I, like I always say like that, I feel like that's
1: Sacramento like obviously no matter where you live, there's gonna be solid people. But it I like I feel like it's so um ah, what's the word I'm looking for? Condensed, um fucking hell, I'm losing words, but it, it it's so common here. Um
0: ubiquitous just What'd you call me? No, I'm <laughs> ubiquitous. <kidding. laughs> so ubiquitous no, just I, means I, I it, know, it's just know, fucking <laughs> everywhere. It's just everywhere. Like, you know, you like it's ubiquitous. You know, it's just fucking everywhere. Like there's cool people everywhere in Sacramento. Yeah. You don't have to seek them out. Yeah. Like one of the the first things that happened to me was I got lost. I used to just go walking around midtown. And I'd get lost and I'd be like, excuse me, I'm new in town. Do you know how to get to whatever? And they'd be like, Oh yeah, it's right around the corner. You go about you know what? I'll go with you. And I, I've been walked Down streets By complete yeah. strangers To uh, a place You know what I mean To a bus stop To um, Wherever I was trying to get to I was like Oh Because I didn't realize That uh, There is no M Street It's Capital. Holy shit I've been here for What the fuck Mind blown I for,
1: Yeah dude, there's no huh. Yeah there's no There's no <laughs> M Street wow. So you go from
0: N to Capital To L Yeah
1: But I think once
0: you get to East Sac, there is an M. Is there? I I, I think there might be. I think it's I, only in, the in grid, midtown, yeah. In but the
1: grid
0: that there is okay. Fire. Yeah, but then right away it turns into something else. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. turns into the river. I think you turned into yeah. the river. Yeah. yeah, but it's the but when you're in midtown you're looking for M, like what? What the fuck? Yeah. Uh uh mm-hmm. it's Capital. Bro,
1: I mean this is this is a long ass story. But long okay, I'll, long story long. Like even down to even down to like like up in Auburn, I remember um I was talking with a girl for a while, like same pigment, same hue as me. And you know, we got an Airbnb out there and we're under the influence. Um, but like I've been to Auburn before plenty of times because of skate, I didn't think nothing of it. Like I know it's all like all white people and shit. They're gonna say what they how they feel. Um, but we're on a good one. And I sobered up pretty quick. She was still like loving where she was. Uh, I sobered up real quick when I saw out front of that bar we were heading to was a pickup truck with Confederate flags on either side. I was like, oh, this is going to be interesting. Um, and again, long story long, it's like half of that bar was giving me, uh, giving us looks. She wasn't paying it, no mind. Uh, and you're like, yeah. Her own of beat, world for beat, sure. Because yeah. we weren't just drinking. Um we were rolling. Nice. But shout out sobriety. I'll still drink from time to time, but sober from drugs now. But okay, so we were rolling. So we were definitely in a, in our fields. But I was paying attention to the looks. Went outside for a smoke to kind of get away. She was going to the bathroom. I let her know, like, I'm outside. Like, just come straight out back. Um, It was like five, five, six dudes that, Pretty much for telling us like we gotta go. And like, mind you, like this whole time she's thank goodness she's in her own world. Um, and I'm just having to like fuck, like, fight or flight, stand ground, uh, stood ground long enough while I have this, this dude's homegirl who like it feels like a domestic violence situation in their household is like begging and pleading with me like please just go like you don't know like he i don't want him to do something like i'm like fuck that like we're already here but like i'm also looking out for who i'm with because i'm like dude if stuff pops off i don't want her getting in the way
0: yeah and if something happens to me
1: i'm not able to defend her so it's this conscious battle of like what's the smart move here what's the smart play i just kept standing ground like I'm not a fighter, but I, I will, like, if I'm back in the corner, I will fight to the death if I have to. Yeah, um, of course. And it came to a point where, some I forget, somehow shit diffused. Um, and then not but like, it was like five minutes later, it was like awkward in the the back, because we're still, it's like still pretty packed back there. But me and the person I was with, like, we we're just having our conversation and I'm still, like, mad close to the guy that started this shit, right? It's hella awkward. I could feel the eyes coming every now and then, but I felt like it was safe. Next thing I know, I I see out of the corner of my eye him lean over to me and then ask me this question. So how was your Thanksgiving? <laughs> So it's like, case in point, it's like, dude, even with some racist motherfuckers, like, they're still gonna like be nice and shit, I guess. I don't know. That was the whole moral I was coming to in that long winded story.
0: Uh, that's fucking great, dude. That's great. Well, it's good when somebody can, like, kind of realize, dude, I'm being an asshole right now. What's the least asshole thing I could
1: say? Dog, he was coming in way too hot, too. Like, it was, it was getting scary. Like, some, you know, yeah, you, you, you know, get that you feeling, know. Yeah, when you yeah. get that
0: feeling, you're not wrong. You know what I mean? I, I tell people all the time, that feeling in your stomach, that that fluttery feeling, you're not wrong. That's just not wrong.
1: And then he really wanted to know, like, how, how was my Thanksgiving? Did I eat well? Was Mom's there? He didn't ask that part. I'm just like, that's the storyline <laughs> I have
0: in my head. <laughs> well, that's good, man. I'm yeah. I'm glad the Thanksgiving but, part. But Sacramento's, like Sacramento's yeah. kind of that way though. Like on the outskirts of Sacramento, there's some there's a little racism out there. It, it yeah, it's, but it's that, out there. That's
1: everywhere. And but most of the time, people aren't going to say shit about it because they're way too worried to say something. I
0: think. I think like, now. I think the, weak, the tables it's weak, have kind of
1: weak-minded. Yes, yeah, it's, it's,
0: I think the tables have kind of turned on on racist folks around here. Like they can't. They they don't get a pass anymore. I think there's too many people going like, "What the fuck? No, mm-hmm. no, get out of here. That's that's whack. We're not feeling that shit." Yeah, I think there's. I think it's just kind of getting pushed out. Like, hey, dude, you, we don't feel that. Get the fuck out of here.
1: Ah, dude, that's another cool thing. It's like, like speaking on on the race things. Like seeing people from other cultures again flourish in the creative or business world in SAC. It's like that's. It's not like it's new, but it feels newer. Like you see more than just white faces now.
0: Yeah, I, that's really a thing. Because when I first came here, like the galleries that I went to, it was all white guys in bad suits. <laughs> <laughs> it was Shout white out guys. men's warehouse. Yeah, it was, it was it was always white guys in bad suits, and it was always like ladies with a little too much makeup for the middle of the day. Oh, that's fun, you know what I mean? It was like uh, you're wearing nighttime <laughs> makeup, but it's one o'clock. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like oh, there's I plans.
1: There's plans for uh, wine with the lady with the girls.
0: Oh yeah, wine with the girls later. That's a thing. But but things have kind of uh, become more colorful. I'll say. You know, and, and I yeah. think it's a lot of, I think it started with people creating their own opportunities. You know what I mean? Just saying like, hey, you know what? I'm going to start this little art business, you know, yeah, what doing was, this. What, do- was, what were your steps, man? So I've talked about this before. Um, So I don't, I'm going to bore some people. I'm gonna be, I've heard this story before, but mm-hmm. I quit my job. And I had to stay home with my son because my wife wanted to go back to work after she had my son. And I said, you know what? I'll drive Lyft and I'll work on my art and I'll stay home with the boy. And I'll be Mr. Mom and we'll you know, we'll, we'll juggle time and all that. And I'm also going to get prints made of my paintings that I already have. So I went to go get some prints made and Sharon from uh, the print shop that was at Studio 10 uh sharon is awesome on instagram by the way i told her this story but uh a while back and she was like what she was floored <laughs> i i she just you know she's you know telling me about the you know the different style of paper and so i am like cool 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 and she goes hey you know what she's like have you heard of love is a verb and i go huh and she goes it's a little art collective that's over on del paso she's like i think you would fit in really well with them she goes here's their address and she she shot me their address i was like okay or like a little flyer with their address on it i was like oh cool dude thank you so much so i went straight from the print shop over there and you know it's like 1 30 2 o'clock whatever and i go i go knock on the door and there's a dude in there like with the book open and i go hey what's up man Uh, are you guys open he goes no and i go oh and he's like but you could come in man come come check it out and uh he's like hey my name's iray I go, "Oh, nice to meet you, bro." And I go, "Is this your gallery?" He's like, "No, it's my buddy's gallery, but I, I kind of work here with them and I'm just do my thing." I go, "Oh, what you reading?" He's like, "Oh, a personal trainer book. I'm I'm training. I quit my job to fo- to follow my passion." And I go, "Holy shit. I did the same thing." And we just start talking, and he's like, "Oh, you're are you an artist?" I go, "Yeah, man, you know, I'm And he goes, "Um, uh, you got an Instagram? Let me check it out." I go, "Yeah." So I showed him like some of my paintings. He goes, "Whoa." He's like, "Hey, dude." He's like, I'm, is it all right if I show you, uh, my buddies, like some of your work? He's like, we'd, we, I'm sure he would love to have you in the, uh, in the gallery. Oh, whoa. I'm like, really? And he's like, yeah, man. And I go, okay. So, um, so I send him my Instagram. We follow each other, all that stuff. And we talk for a little bit and then, uh, he messages me and he goes, Hey, come by the gallery. He's like, um, uh, we're having an art show this, this weekend. I go, all right, cool. So I do, and I come by for the show, and I'm like, oh, dude, this is awesome. And, I, and he introduces me to Raul, uh, Soy Tiger on Instagram. He introduced me to him and to uh, Alda and to Ari and everyone that was, like, running the show. And um, and I just hit it off with them. You know, I'm like, oh, these people are are great, dude, and they have everybody. and You know, all colors all vibes like it's all it's it's just is, is that space still there it, it's not there it, it was oh. something's burned too hot and too fast oh shit you know what i mean something's burned too hot and too fast But this, it,
1: they're still going like doing their own thing right
0: yeah yeah they're all individually doing their own thing but but that that project was just so everyone was just so full of passion and just so full of drive that it just kind of it, it ran its course really fast mm. but out of that i made like so many friendships because they put on like six like great shows like there were events like people wanted to be like did were you there like oh dude, did you go <laughs> like it was a, it was a thing like yeah. people wanted to be there they wanted to be associated with it they wanted to be a part of it and I was like dude and and they asked me to show in like the in one of the um in, in the Frida show and I was like they go hey do you have any Frida Kahlo pieces and I was like I can paint one <laughs> I go okay well you know and so I had a week to come up with one so I, I painted one and all this stuff and and I just kind of, I I just kept rolling with them. And they're like, hey, you want to be in the next show? The next show show's going to be a, hey, you want to be? And then.
1: It was like, it was usually a theme?
0: It, no, the, yeah, there was usually a theme, like That's love it. or um, like it was a Frida show. There was a show with the Elks Tower. I was, dude, it was it was, it was fucking awesome, dude. And then. Hey, yo, this of, one.
1: Oh my goodness, ADD is a motherfucker, dog. A part of me just like, if I were a painter. I would like cross mediums and have like chips as like the three D parts of some of the painting and like paint Frida laying down, but Frida lays. Frida lays. It's
0: Frida lays. That shit's fucking mind (laughs) blowing. So I had an idea for a piece and anyone out there can steal this. It's, it's, it just lives in dreamland. But I had an idea for a piece. Bro, copyright that shit. Put out a, put a, put out a disclaimer
1: right now. This, right the... now,
0: disclaimer. If you steal this shit, I'll see you in court. Okay, I'm not going to see you in
1: court. Are we going to like hoop I'll see you against, against them like first to so, 21?
0: <laughs> and we're playing to 11, bro. I ain't got oh, time shit. like that. We're playing to 11. But, uh, so I want to do a, a, a piece where it was all, everything was all food products. So it'd be like painting with soy sauce or, you know, tapatio or, you know, sweet baby rays or like blue raspberry. By the way, why, why do you,
1: why do they want you to tap your Tio? Like, what do you got to tell your, your uncle that's so important? You got to tap in. You just yeah. got to tap
0: in every once in a while. Just you ain't got to him, just tell him about your day. You yeah. know, he's not got.
1: Yeah, that's cool. He ain't got
0: nothing going on. Your Tio ain't got nothing going on, man. Yeah. You got to help him out.
1: Tio be moving. You got to tap your Tio, man. Tio be moving. Sorry.
0: No, that's, <laughs> dude, we go down rabbit holes. <laughs> I know, I we, know. I'm dude, sorry. We, we we dig up some rabbit holes to go down, but that's how I got my my uh, my foot in the art door. Oh no!
1: What was the idea that you were going going on? Oh, what it you're was going to be like, like you, you are sauce. what you eat.
0: So it was going to be like you are what you eat. So if you're like some super healthy dude, it, it would probably be like uh, I would have to get like the green from broccoli. And you know things like that, like juice from chicken. So it's going to be like kind of a brown, whatever, mm. and and rice, you know, the the starch. So I, I thought yeah. of like all these things, like all these ways to extract like color or texture from f- different foods you eat. Oh and, shit! You know what I mean? So I, I I thought about that, but I got kids, and I don't feel like having roaches. Oh, you know what I mean? Shit. So yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> or mice eating my fucking canvas. So I just haven't I just haven't executed yet, but. If somebody out there wants to do it, man, fucking do it. It's fucking cool. We, we, got, could probably we got a timestamp like, on this. Probably so
1: put like some schlack or something over the food, so that way it doesn't like putrefy. I don't even know if that. I'm no scientist. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so, like wh-
0: now. Oh, by the way, I'm so sorry.
1: Do you guys have another one of these guys?
0: Uh, I put it in uh, in the refrigerator. Uh, Mario, Krab. thank you, Mario. Yeah. So what, what I ended up, these are tight, dude, tight Mm -hmm. and extra crushable since, See, you
1: know, what's going on, dude is like, that is genuinely the nervous drinking going on. I'm never on this side of things. Like I told you guys before, it's, it's terrifying,
0: (laughs) bro. But like I said, hopefully I'm making it easy for you. Like, I mean, dude, you're killing be, it. Because well, like, I still the nerves are there. Because like. I I just try to like let people know like this is this is, I'm not really interviewing you. We're just talking. I'm yeah. curious about you know I I generally what I do is I look at your Instagram. I'll get a sense of who you are, like kind of what you do, and then an hour or two before I show up here, I go and I write down notes. So I relook at all your shit more in depth. And so that way it's fresh in my mind. And then I write down notes. Do you ever think of doing like doc work? Like documentary work? Yeah. I've thought about, um, I've thought about it for sure, but I've just been like, you know, two years home and I started a family. Yep. So I have a four year old and a two year old. So they've been my main focus that, and you know, and my wife, you know, maintaining those relationships. Everyone's healthy. Thank God. Um, you know, we just bought a house. You know. Oh, shit. Where you at? I'm in, um, like, close to East Sac. Like, oh, uh, dude, fuck yeah. Like, you know, the the Target over on Broadway? Like, out that way?
1: You talking about, um, like, kind of close to Sac, like, 65th?
0: Yeah, yeah, right there. Oh, dude, I'm right off yeah. of 65th. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Word, that's yeah. sick. So I'm out that way.
1: Oh, I got to introduce you to the boys, um, Pizza Skateboards. They got, like, uh, right across, what is that Mexican spot? It's, like, 65th. I'll tell you off-camera. Yeah, off- yeah, off-air.
0: Yeah. So, um, you know, I I haven't been able to really dive in like wholeheartedly. I've g- I've gone in spurts. Like when I get time, when when it's been, uh, you know, when when I've been able to execute, I do. And then when I when I don't, there's there's it's like feast or famine with my creativity. And and I feel mm-hmm. like when when I come every time I come back. I come back with this new thing because I'm, I'm always trying to like think about what I would be painting, how I would be painting it. Like I, like I meditate, like on my way to work, uh, when I'm listening to podcasts, whatever, I, I think about my art, about music. And I, and I just think about like all the different ways I would put the pieces together. And then when I do come and paint it, there's like these big jumps in my style. Yeah. You know? So it's like, it's, it's just constantly evolving even without painting yeah, uh, and, and I thought about, I think about it like this because my friend, he told me, Hey dude, when you paint or when you draw, he's like, don't put it away. He's like, keep it where you can see it. Cause even without you knowing it, your mind is trying to solve the puzzle. Yep. Your mind is trying to solve the puzzle. So the more you see it, the more your mind is working on it. And I that's, was like, that, oh, that,
1: shit. that's like, so that's, that aligns with something that I had heard. And it stuck with me. Like working on edits is, if you're running into a wall and probably same goes for writers or like whomever, uh, try to work at it. Even if you know there's no progress really to be made, just go through, go through, go through just before sleep. And I had heard it was a study. I don't know where to source from. Cause it's been a long time since I've read it, but essentially how, how sleep patterns work and, and, like, even down to our dreams, we do our problem solving in our, sleep. in our sleep. So if you got a problem, work at that problem just prior to sleep. Have you ever- It's not like it's going to be a magic have fix, you ever experienced, but it for damn sure has helped.
0: Have you ever experienced this where you'll be just hanging out, doing something, and you're trying to think of a the name of a place or whatever? You're like, it's fucking, what was that chick's name from the thing?
1: Fuck oh, that's just dude. called old age, right?
0: Right. No, dude, but listen, and <laughs> yeah, then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you'll you'll be like washing the dishes like a day later and you'll go, Sandy.
1: Yeah. Well,
0: Sandy. Because you know you're, what, like Sandy, I don't you're, know you're, if I never and your and your brain just kind of <laughs> unlocks it. You know what I mean? Like your, your yeah. brain is like working on it in the background. And it's the same thing. Like I I've woken up from dreams with the with the answer to problems. Like, oh, oh fuck shit. It. I mean, yeah, like
1: fuck, you could say so much about
0: that. It's like, are we
1: just in our heads, it's the neurons firing, or what I believe. I believe we are released from our physical and able to, probably under some strict guidance from whatever spirit, or if God allows us. Or oh fuck, it, it, it's so tough to talk about this because it borders on sacrilegious. But we, we, our spirit's able to bounce around essentially and detach from our body. And
0: I like it. I like
1: it. Oh out. Just probably able to yeah. observe yeah, and, and connect like dots that we otherwise couldn't connect as this.
0: Well, it kind of feels like like um, just I've dog. heard I've heard people say that they're like antennas. <laughs> yeah, and the and the stuff's just floating around out there, and then you just catch it.
1: Oh my god! Yeah, no, there's there's a book. Nigga, this writer is so famous, too. I'm forgetting the name. But, yeah, essentially all ideas you never own, how you're talking about the antenna. It's it's free to pass along, and you just happen to tune in. But if you don't act on that idea within a it's certain gone. span of time, it was never your idea. It was just rented to you. And, if you again, if you don't act on it, it goes to the next person. They might latch on. That's why, like, if you ever see, like, damn, that was my idea. They did
0: it. It's like, yeah, nigga. It's... <laughs> You just missed it. You're yeah. slow. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I think a lot of us are experiencing, especially now with the internet and everything, and, you know, like viral memes. Like how many memes do you know that you can, like, quote to your friends that, that you never shared it to and people know the meme?
1: That's tough. There's you know, so many gold ones out there's there. There's so many
0: gold ones, right? And you, Shout you out could, like, meme spout makers.
1: Out. You, guys are, you guys are what keeps us sane in an insane world. Or are you keeping us insane in a sane world? I don't know. It's a little bit of both. Yeah. How do we gauge that?
0: It depends on where you're sitting that day. It does, dude. It depends. If you're on the sane side of the track, then it's going to seem like you need a little insanity. And if you're insane, it seems like you need a little sanity. And I think the universe gives you what you need.
1: Oh, no. I'm talking shit. I don't believe I've ever been sane. A lot of people can attest to that.
0: (laughs) But but it's like even being sane is kind of uh, it's a sliding scale. Because it's kind of like when when everyone's drunk, like in the eighties. Check it out. In the (laughs) eighties, the designated driver was the person who was the least drunk. Yeah, it's the person who's the least drunk. Yeah, yeah. You're not sober. You're just the least drunk, and you're driving home. Like no, 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 no. no, no. I you you had like
1: swerving,
0: bro. (laughs) And hopefully your car had power steering.
1: Oh shit! You know what
0: I mean? If you're riding around in something like. 375. Who knows?
1: Oh man! Oh yeah! Damn! I Damn. miss my nono, my grandpa. I miss his his Lincoln, man. uh 65. What is it 65 or 66? It's like a couch, dude. You're like it's sitting uh, on a. Couch. Oh my god! The the Mark IV. Big body, bro. That wheel is so big, and it's power steering. It hurts your bones to like <laughs> turn that sucker, and it's so long. But like, it's like dude, a boat thing with a so couch nice. that you
0: sit on inside. Yeah,
1: and I remember being a kid too, and he would smoke cigarettes. It's like old school Italian. And It's just a hot box of cigarettes on a sunny day, so you're like baking in there. You're basically like <laughs> what I imagine a lobster feels like,
0: but with like cigarettes. Yeah, yeah. But it was great times. Okay, so I, I was curious, like, where does your style come from? Because obviously, you started off with skate and there's there's something that 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 struck me about your style but i want to know where where it comes from like it because you're it your style seems honest and warm uh, dude on like is that is it that?
1: always comes back to skate it's like it allowed me like skateboarding is crazy like it opened my eyes to so many different genres of music so many different people, different walks of life, like by traveling, you get to meet different cultures, which broadens your scope so much wider. I highly recommend, and dude, it's like tough what, to what travel now been with to? rates a freaking lot. Um, like within the first, what, three, four months that I worked for DC, I got hired, um, DC Shoes, um, they took me to New Zealand and Australia and that was batshit for a 20-year-old. Because I never partied when I lived here. Like, that never interested me. But once those floodgates opened, boy, did I fucking party. <laughs> uh, and then being able to legally drink out there, I was raging like a motherfucker. <laughs> like, that was bad news for me for, like, shoot, probably till I was 27. Um, good news, but bad news. Because drugs and shit. But partying was fun, dude. And, like, traveling. Like, let me, like... Drug, like, under the influence or sober, you meet different crowds. So, of course, like... For sure. You're out looking for something, you're going to meet a different crowd. And, of course, I was also there sober. It was uh, not recommending drug usage, guys, at all. Like, it's the worst thing for you. It's fun times, but it's meaningless. Waste of time. Um, But that took me to, like, the ghettos, like... I always thought that there was ghettos here. Like, no, I'm talking about like favelas and shit. It's wild. Like you got little homies trying to sell you like steroids and shit. (laughs) (laughs) Like on the street, they got all the pharmaceuticals. Like, fucking uh, fuck big pharma. Like these niggas got it cracking. Um,
0: (laughs) Some steroids. Hey, you (laughs) want to buy some steroids?
1: And then like going to the most affluent areas of different countries, man. It's like skateboarding. I owe everything to skateboarding. Um, so my style comes be- because and from skateboarding, like how I see people, um, uh, I just learned, I always joked about it. It's not something to joke about it, but it was like, you know, how you joke in, in half truth. I always had that question. I learned, um, neurodivergent. So, um, it's like whole, having the camera is. And has been, especially in hindsight, but like acknowledging it now as a grown-ass adult is holding the camera has been my lifeline tether to the social world, getting to appreciate people and share my appreciation for people in how I connect with them one-to-one with the camera. So like, however I move my hands, however I move the camera is how I feel like their soul touches me and vice versa. So like passion projects it's like that's how i see you i see you in this good light Uh, you i hope if i I never have to shoot someone that i hate because you probably gonna see that too (laughs) i don't think i could hate someone i have thought i i hated someone but uh, you know it's just a passing it's a passing feeling
0: yeah so how did you end up uh linking up with ashley because she, she was like, she's like, dude, this dude's dope. Like, hit him up. Like, she, she like, made it a point. I think that was, like, a random, like, Facebook. Like, we had been following each
1: other because of mutual friends, like, years ago. Um, we just kept in touch. And she told me about Depressed Happily. And I was like, nigga, that's sick. Like, I remember, <laughs> like, like, the initial steps. Like, it's wild to see your friend grow like that yeah like it wasn't real time because i lived down there but it feels like real time whenever you look back on your friends trajectory like oh whoa this was this is what was supposed to happen isn't it
0: well she works man she works like like her paintings like she's constantly painting i had her on the i don't know how i started following her but when I did, I was just like, I, I ran, I'll start following somebody and I'll just randomly DM them and be like, Hey, look, uh, would you like to be on the podcast? I really like your art. I think you're cool. What would you like to drink? You know, it's usually something like oh, that. Oh, and
1: this motherfucker's so dope. It's a uh, uh, whiskey straight up. Fuck everybody.
0: Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> she, she said, yeah, I'll have whiskey <laughs> and kombucha. So she says, I don't know whether to choose whiskey or kombucha. And I told her, let's do both.
1: Oh you're you're a terrorizer for that. Make uh, yeah. some drinks.
0: It, it worked. It worked. We <laughs> sipped on it. We we sipped whiskey, and then afterward, he had a little kombucha. Yeah, kinda, that's fair. You know, even things out. But um, we actually did an art trade. Her and I. No way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, I said, hey, look, I have this painting that's been kicking around for a while. Um, I really like it, and before I get to the point where I can't part with it, I need somebody to have it. And I really like your art. And if you are willing to trade, I am willing to trade." And she goes, hell yeah. I sent her a picture picture of the thing, and she's like, well, which ones would you want? And it's like baseball cards. It's like, ooh. uh," And I sent her like three pictures, and she's like, that one's gone, but these two are still available. And I said, let me get that one. And she goes, hell yeah. So
1: that's what's sick about what you guys do, man, is you have something tangible. Like now with film, it's all digital. It's not—it's not tangible, like it's going to web nine times out of ten. But to like have a form of expression that you can hold or someone else can hold—that's sick as fuck. Yeah, it's—it's. It's, it, I feel like it hits
0: different. It does. It definitely does. Cause I have um I have a small collection of art that I've procured from uh, mostly friends and some strangers. You know, some of those friends are still in prison, and then some of those friends are. While out, out here on the street. And, you know, I, I, I look at them and I go, these people make my life what it is. Like, I might not see them every day. I might not ride them very often. I might not, uh, I might not be in as much contact as I'd like to be. But whenever I see them, I'm like, oh my God, dude, these are my folks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I have this piece of them with me. You know what I mean? I have this piece. Like when I'm watching my favorite movies on TV, these pieces are right next to me. That Dude, they I, had their ha- swear, that they had their hands on.
1: I swear, we're less ourselves than we think we are ourselves. We're just an ever evolving. At least I would hope you're evolving. And to anyone, not not you specifically, I'm talking about in general. It's like we're just a, an ever evolving amalgamation of people that we've come in contact with our entire lives it's just a shared transaction so the thought of like i mean to a point like yeah you can know who you are but it's like that being said you know this person this person this person because you're all of that shit like your support yeah. your homies your family like that's who you are
0: well it's um that's drunk was- talk no, no, no. <laughs> I'm but so it's sorry. like it's like uh who who was it? Was it Lou Gehrig who said I stand on the shoulders of giants?
1: Yeah. I don't know if it was Lou Gehrig, but I know. Was that. it was Whoa. it Lou
0: Gehrig when he retired? Mario might be able to find that. Yeah. Um, I think it was him. I think he said he stands on the shoulders of either it was either him or Joe DiMaggio. Mm. But you know, you you learn from everybody you come in contact with right? Like your uncle, you don't like, you you really don't want to be like that.
1: The T.O. that you don't want to tap. The T.O. you don't want to tap. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't inform him.
0: (laughs) You know, but, but you carry him with you, whether you like it or not. Mm -hmm. You know, we carry, we carry our friends with us. Like I I had a friend who, who passed away, um, going on a couple of years now. And, uh, you know, I miss him a lot with a lot, you know, with a lot of, um, Sir Isaac Newton wrote that, and who? Many people have used it. Did, did uh, Uh, Lou Gehrig? You said Lou Gehrig. what his name? Lou Gehrig. Gehrig's like Gehrig's disease. Yeah. Gehrig, yeah. Lou Gehrig is named after him.
1: Dog, that's a trip. I'm like. Yeah, he did too. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: When he when he retired, he he said that. Mm. Um, but. I realized, like, wh- like my friend. Uh, also, I was on mushrooms at the Chili Peppers concert over <laughs> the summer.
1: Wait, when you guys were together, or when you had no, a no, no. Um,
0: when this is, it had been a couple of years after he passed away. I forgot. I have a like a little necklace with some of his ashes in it. Dude, that's I ta- cool. And I take him to concerts with me because he's my dude. He's the bass player in my band. We used to play guitar all the time. He's like the easiest. It's the, it's the most in depth music musical um, connection that I've made with somebody because I didn't have to, like, really think. Like, we were, like, on the same page. Whereas, like, I have my buddy Lonnie, and I love playing guitar with him because I got to really stretch to meet him because he's such a like, uber-talent. Mm. He's, like, like super talented, super technical. So I've always got to, like, always be, like, locked in with him. Damn, and so always- you, you, you have different... You're multi... I'm a multi douche. I mean, I'm a multi douche. I do all the douchebag things that Shut you know up, that dude. people consider no, like, douchebaggy.
1: No, that's not douchebaggy. Like, dude, playing an instrument is dope as fuck, and like to be able to do that.
0: Yeah, but I also like, paint that's and another, you know, yeah, exactly. I, I that's write what I'm poetry, saying. Poetry, like, and all that shit. It's like, uh, no, it's
1: yeah. cool as shit. Like, to be that open to have multiple like streams of expression is rad because I've been so. From my point of view, man, I'm, I'm just no, no, honoring I, you in that. Well, it's, I appreciate I've it. i me been so locked it's hard for me into to take a compliment a, the single form of expression because that's what I've latched on to. So whenever I see people and I didn't know you played instruments, man, like that's cool as shit. Yeah.
0: To have different outlets. Yeah. Yeah, dude. So that, cheers. I, oh, thank you, brother. Thank you. Cheers. Just a little left of this thing. Salute. <laughs> Salute. So- So I'm at the concert and I forgot to bring the necklace, dude. And I was like, fuck man. And I felt so bad. And then halfway through, I'm like getting my fucking, so John Frusciante is my favorite. He's a guitar player for the Chili Peppers. And he's like kind of the, a a lot of the brains for the final production of the, of the music. So like, I, I nerd out on that dude's like, like literal, like hard copies of like guitar world that he's in, that he like talks about music theory and you know, how he thinks about things. And, this dude's like blowing my mind with what he's doing with the guitar. Cause I have a I have a loose understanding of what he's doing, but it's still blowing my mind that he's actually doing it. Like, and fuck. you're
1: shroomed the fuck out. And I'm shroomed out. <laughs> I
0: smoked a little weed with the guy from Hong Kong. It was fucking it's a it's a surreal day, dude. Right? It's my it's my favorite band, my favorite guitar player. And I'm fucking tripping balls. There's a guy from Hong Kong right here it's speaks perfect, perfect English. It's fucking awesome. And, uh, and Why I'm wouldn't with, he, dude? What and are you I'm with s- my no, I'm family, kidding. dude. I'm with my family. I'm with my sister. My uh,
1: your family you were shrooming?
0: Oh yeah, they, fucking we were all shrooming. Oh hell yeah! It was my sister, what? My, <laughs> dude. It was my sister, my wife, my wife's best friend. Um, <laughs> my uh, my nephew, and my niece. They're they're 21, 22, whatever, 23. All right, cool. Okay, so we're all like, you just vibed got out, a dude, little, and, little we, me-hop and we have a whole blazed
1: up, yeah,
0: dude. And we got like the whole section just fucking vibed out, dude. Just like we're we're in it, right? And Like, during the solo, like, everyone, it was so intense that everyone just got quiet. Like, at a concert. Like, everyone just kind of got quiet for a second because it's just, like, fucking you up. Like, what is happening right now? And I caught it. And I kind of went, like, fuck, man. This is crazy. And then I was, like, oh, dude. I was, like, I reached for my necklace and it wasn't there. And I go, and it just kind of hit me, dude. I go, that fucker's with me. He's always with me. Mm like the the people and, and kind of like this whole thing came to my to to my head like in like an instant like everybody that i've ever spent time with is with me like they left something with me and i left something with them you know that's why it's a, I, yeah it's a shared you transaction you know what i mean it's it's a it's a transaction like i give a piece of me and they give a piece of themselves like even if you don't want to if you don't like somebody like I fought. Oh, a no, bunch Especially if dude, you. I fought a bunch you, of dudes you when I was a kid. Or that
1: negative energy. Like, guess what? You might be giving them the best of you.
0: Dude, I I fought. I've I got in a lot of fights as a kid. Did a bunch of fucking dangerous shit. Those dudes that I'm like, if I see that dude, it's fucking on. Mm. Right. And those dudes, that, same way. If they saw me, they know it's on. But I've thought back. Was you know, it ever on? Movie.
1: Like Donkey Kong.
0: Yeah, like Donkey Kong, like Mario with the blue suit. Why are you talking about Mario, dog? It's fun. Hey, Mario with the blue suit. Did you know that uh, the the colors were reversed on Donkey Kong? He was wearing a blue suit and a blue hat and a red shirt. Wait, what? Yeah, bro. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we gotta pull yeah. up the receipts after this.
0: Yeah, bro. That's that's real shit. Yeah, that's you know that's OG it was Mario. Wow. Huh? It
1: was a while Some people
0: noticed that way, but. Yeah, the colors reversed. So it's just
1: a copy paste.
0: Uh, Well, the the original Mario uh, first showed up in Donkey Kong. He's the guy throwing barrels at Donkey Kong down the thing. Oh, word. Oh, shit. Yeah. But look, I I went back and I thought about it, right? I thought about the dudes that I didn't like. And I'm like, why don't I like those dudes? And then I realized, like, those dudes were actually kind of cool. We just sat on different sides of the fence. Like, we couldn't see all that we had in common but looking back on it, I'm like oh and then they brought out something different from me and i probably brought out something different from them you know what i mean there's just yeah. the, we brought something out of each other that that was already there but we just happened to pick that scab or whatever it was that 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 brought it to the surface and i learned something about myself and i'm sure they learned something about themselves whatever it was for better or for worse but like now you know, especially if I smoke weed. Oh, fuck. I, I want to start looking them up on Instagram. Like, can I, <laughs> like, should I DM these dudes, like, from 25 years ago and tell them, like, hey, bro. Dog,
1: it, it it's real. Like, you know I mean? swear like, to should God. I just, like, should I just
0: tell this dude, like, hey, man, I, I appreciate you for, you know, yeah. for who you are, bro. I hope you're doing well. Like, all that shit.
1: Like, man. Okay. Having an addictive personality and having been, like, stuck on drugs. Like, just coke. But- like not <laughs> just Coke. Not just Coke. It's not just Coke. Um But like it's a trip how I can go in and out of drinking alcohol. Like that's nothing I've had a problem with ever. Um But like I've had those moments where I felt like I've been on the twelve steps where I randomly reach out to people like I'm sorry. Not yeah. not from like a drunk moment, like it could be fully a sober moment, like hey dude. Like from years back, like I just want to apologize. Yeah, like, man. Let's clear the air.
0: It, there's like something about that, perspective. That, yeah, there's something about perspective. When you man, get older,
1: like, it's like us. Oh, you see things. Yeah, you're like yeah. I
0: was pretty fucked up back though, back then. Like that's yeah. that's that's been my thing. Is I, I realize how fucked up I was, and how unaware of how fucked up I was. Like it's a really bad combo. Like when you're really fucked up and you don't know how fucked up you are, mm-hmm. and then you're like. Am I that fucked up? Nah, I'm all right.
1: The moment you have to question, I mean, that's a great step is when you question who you are. Yeah. And the more you dig, I think it's like, you know, you're, you're not all like, well, I th- goody-goody.
0: Well, I think I've had-
1: Cause people tend to have a, a high valuation of self, like granted depression and things like that, but you still don't see yourself as the villain in the story. And you may very well be the villain
0: in someone else's story. Oh, dude, I'm the bad guy in a few stories, bro. Hell yeah, I'm the dude who jumped out of the car a few times. You know, fuck yeah, Heath Ledger. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm the fucking yeah. I I'm that guy to somebody, and there's there's those guys that I, like are burned into my memory. Like they jumped out of the car at me. Like oh fuck. You <laughs> know what I mean? Like I'm that's that's part of it. You know, and that's I think that's why um, like I'm I'm like hyper aware of who I used to be at different times in my life too, because I've had probably probably four major, like, I don't want to say ego deaths, but it kind of feels like ego Mm. deaths where, where I kind of like came to the end of myself. And I said like, dude, I, I need to be somebody else now.
1: Did you get that feeling where you lose your, your grasp of your breathing? like you don't feel yourself breathe anymore.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I I know what you mean. It it's kind of like when like you don't think about breathing until you do.
1: Right? Like like I'm 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 just imagining when you talk about ego death, that's like more of a uh, conversation like uh tripping.
0: Well, well, sometimes it's it's happened when I've been tripping too, but I it's happened when okay, so I guess you could call it tripping. I was in the county jail and I looked down at the hot dog stand guy and dude like a few months ago I bought a hot dog off that guy because I went with my mom to the courthouse to go pay a ticket I bought a hot dog off this guy and now I'm sitting in the fucking county jail I'm looking at a murder charge and I can't talk my way out of this I can't fight my way out of this I can't bluff my way out of this I can't run I'm fucking stuck dude and then like I started thinking about it and then the the next thought that came into my head was every choice I ever made, mm. like every choice I ever made, whether to wear my black shirt or my blue shirt, whether to make a sandwich or to make a top ramen, whether to go left or whether to go right, they all stacked on top of each other yeah. until I decided to kill a guy. Yeah, but check it out. But like, oh, fuck, that's that's such a terrible thing. But there's, but there's really but, but no just justifi- there's no
1: justifying that but like at the same time i firmly fuck like someone was murdered but what if that's what god's will was like who knows who your children are going to be like fuck this is going to sound so dark to a viewer but like cuz it sounds so selfish like based on like the man who kills someone has children but like who knows if like that act led you to your circumstances, right? Like his life is done, but it also led you to meet your wife. I think within that time frame, and then have no, your, no, no. Have it your was children.
0: It, dude, my dude, my wife's a lot younger than me. So like, my wife wasn't even a my wife was like in fucking school. You know what I mean, mm. she was like in grade school.
1: Oh, so, at that time? So at that
0: time, so it wasn't like. I, no, I'm talking about like no, now, like I'm talking like, about so, like so now, here, so like here's, after you so here's get how out, this, like so here's how this works. So here's how this works. I, I get to that point where every choice I made led to that. And I, and I thought, okay, okay, I'm not going to be that guy. I'm not going to fucking make those choices anymore. I'm going to, I'm not going to be that guy. And then the next thought was, well, then who am I going to be? And I think that's where people stop. Because it's so, dude, it was That's so, pressure. I felt so lost. I'm like, how do I even, I'm me. How do I become someone else? And it's not really becoming someone else, but when you get to that point, it's like I kind of, it was like a small death. And and at that point, I had to kind of grieve like the loss of that self because I could never be that person again. I didn't want to be that person anymore. I can't be that person. So... I don't know how it happened, but I started looking for people that had things that I wanted. So I wanted to be at peace. So I wanted to, I started hanging around with guys who were peaceful. I wanted to be kind. So I started hanging around with guys that were kind. I wanted to be be able to stand up for myself in a respectful way instead of like jumping up like, what's up?
1: So Like, like you could say in a sense, these were your spirit guides
0: dude there's so many of them.
1: these mentors there's
0: so many of these mentors but it was like that 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 person had had to die in order for this other person to rise up but i still take a lot of the lessons that i learned from then and sometimes i think back on on like situations and i think about what i can learn from those because i'm still i'm still very much that person you know what i mean but now i have more information now yeah. i have more guidance i've i've I So I've taken all those things, the good and the bad, and I've kind of just, I've added these different ingredients. It's like, if you, the only way I heard this dude say this about um, a salsa, he goes, if you put too many uh, chilies in your salsa, he's like, the only way to to cure that is to add more of the other ingredients.
1: Uh, I was just going to say too many chilies chili just add a left eye.
0: <laughs> fucking terrible, bro. <laughs> That was fucking terrible, bro. You got a rim. There you go. There you go. But but you know what I mean. Like you you have to had you have to add more of the other ingredients. So if I have this hate that isn't going anywhere, dude. Like there's a there's a hate that this 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 kid has. This 18 year old kid has this hate. That hate doesn't really leave. Because there's a lesson to be learned even in that hate. Have you tried?
1: it's not for everybody i feel like it has to seek you but have you looked into uh working with shamans
0: oh like like ayahuasca with yeah yeah dude i saw that video that you did with the with the gal
1: that was awesome i've never seen some shit like that in my entire life and i got to partake in ceremonies i'm an open-minded i've always been an open-minded skeptic um yeah, I I could be gullible at Tom's. Like, you can convince me of something. But, like, certain shit is like, there's got to be.
0: There's undeniable there's shit. There's got to be happens. some
1: play here. And, like, even right. certain stuff, like I, the, the way I went in, like when Maestra Justina uh, Cherpita is is her Shapibo name. Cherpita. Beautiful name. And Pabaragua, um, uh, Maestro Cesar. Um, Cherepita does, it's like, a they call it a surgery, essentially it's uh, like chantas. Um, It's like putting your mouth on a part of your body that you feel a pain from, and she pulls out a malevolent, like a a bad spirit that's latched onto you. It could be one or it could be multiple parts. And the way she pulls it out, She sucks it out and it turns, she manifests into a physical. So it could be a bug, rock, this, that, the other, right? So I saw that. And I filmed it too, dude. Like, I'm talking about, like, I'm in there with the camera. The first time I saw it, like, in this situation, it's always low light because when you're under the, like, you're working with the plant medicine, you. Light is so hard and it's so hard to explain why light is so hard. It's, it's, fuck, that's not the you know, like that's a whole ass side podcast dog. But, um, so I'm, I'm seeing the action of like her mouth on a, a body part and pulling something out and then spitting it out and like how she immediately falls back and like, it looks like she's on her deathbed every time. It looks like she's in deep pain. I remember one time crying, watching her, like, like reeling, like, suffering after the person that she just pulled it out from looks like they're ecstatic, like, relieved. You know, like, after you take, like, a a really fucking awesome shit that you've been holding, (laughs) that kind of relief is like, oh, my God, I have a new life, is the look that the other person has, and she's just in the corner in pain, and the other shamans are comforting her. I was like, this has gotta be some dog and pony stuff. I don't know, like, yeah, I knew my experience in ayahuasca, but like, that, come on, like, that ain't, until it happened to me, it's like, it's, it's different, like, I'm talking about, like her entire, like her lips, her lips were uh, right here, and you could feel someone's teeth, right? Her
0: teeth were right here. You, we uh, we, could you come back to the microphone so oh. we could see? So you could hear?
1: Yeah. So her lips were right here and her teeth were right there, but like I'm gonna do it in the front of my neck. So teeth. But in this small pocket, I could feel something pitch as like as she's sucking, and she's sucking, and she's sucking. Um sorry guys. Um uh, it's not that podcast. Um <laughs> And I could feel, it's like it was the weirdest thing too, dog. Because it was a moment where the skin is just stretch, 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 stretch for a while. Stretch, 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 until suddenly I could like, you could feel, you could feel the connection of her physical body of just like, and then pop, I felt something come out of me. And in that instant, you feel something come out of you. It's the fucking weirdest feeling, dog. She falls back and goes into that feeling she had and like I I felt I immediately felt relief myself. Like a weight had been lifted. I don't know how to explain it but it felt like something that had been cursing me or, or what have you. Like that's, that's the whole idea. Um, it was gone. I was light. And she was back there in pain and I was kind of mourning for her to have to hold on to that. And it was like some insect that was the thing that was manifested. And of course, like what they do is like, they immediately burn it. Like you can't keep it. If it's like, a, like a, an object or entity that moves. Cause if it escapes, it's dangerous. Um, I don't, I don't remember the reasons behind that, but no, that shit is real, man. Um, there's nothing to take lightly, like people that go to do ayahuasca and stuff, like, you know, the LA crowd, like I'm going to go to the Becoming valley, or I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go do, I know the shaman in, in Malibu, I'm going to do ayahuasca, like it's so fun, it's like such a good retreat, like, like you should never say ayahuasca is fun, like, it's, come on, it's fucking it's terrible, it's a terrible experience that you need. Because you need to be put through hell to become the better version. You need to let go of some things and some deep trauma. Yeah. Um, so I recommend it to the people that want to do the work that are serious about evolving. Well,
0: pain, But it's not pain is, an easy taunt. Pain is a to, catalyst, dude. Pain is a catalyst yeah. to change. Like um, every big moment that I've had in my life is um, that, that's really changed like the structure of my life has all been like pain has been the catalyst, whether it's been um, lo- loss or whether it's been longing, whatever, whatever it's been, dude, it's always been some, something painful that's made me grow. There's like, there's no, there's no growth in comfort. Yeah. There's no growth in comfort. Except it, for your belly. Yeah, that's the only thing that grows. Mm-hmm. Everything else is, 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 is uncomfortable and necessary. Like, dude, I, I there's there's no way around it. The, the the number one thing we want in life is comfort. We just want to kick it. Yeah, but I dude, mean, that's but,
1: how we're hardwired, but now comfort is so easily accessible it's dangerous.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's not a treat anymore. Now it's just like a it's a trap. Yeah. It's like sugar. That's where the devil resides. Yeah, it's like sugar. Sugar used to be a treat. Now it's just a trap. Everything has sugar in it. You know, and, and I think as an artist, you know, some of my favorite artists have all been, their their art comes from pain. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think looking back, like some of my favorite paintings that I've produced have been uh, because of a pain that I was feeling that I couldn't really, that maybe I didn't even understand. I just kind of worked it out on a canvas or on a piece of paper. Yeah. You know? Again... It, it, it's Again, kinda, that it's is the a, same way. A trip to it's kind of the same way, like the, like the how, tangible. The, how the how the lady pulled that thing out of you. Oh yeah, and, 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 there's no way to explain that scientifically. And then, it's, and then it's somewhere now. It's somewhere else. Like they, it's they, it no longer resides in you. Like I feel like. Well, I I know things, I could
1: I could tell you like from what I understand like something's back. I probably should go back to Peru soon. Um, I could feel the weight, but. Once it was released, I oh, was motherfucking weightless.
0: Yeah. And, and dude, I, I just think it's, it's a worthwhile investigation, dude. If, if you find yourself in pain, whether it's from a relationship that failed, whether it's from, you know, losing a loved one, whatever it is, like investigate the pain. Don't try to, don't try to hide from it. And don't try to just, some people hide in the pain.
1: Yeah. That's the thing. People no, hide I'll, in I'll the pain. I'll admit to that too. Like it's, it's, it's not easy to hide in the pain, but it's easier.
0: Yeah, than to than it is to learn from the pain. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah. like sometimes the pain is just, you know, it's just there to tell you, like, hey, love the people you love. You know, love them, man.
1: Speak, like, we, speaking of pain and loss, dude, and love the people you love. I remember, like, because my no no, my grandpa was funny as fuck, old school Italian. um, but I remember randomly one day, like this was towards the end of, of things, but I don't even know why the fuck he asked me this. Like, every, like, check it out. I was going to sound so terrible. Yeah, I mean it in the best way possible. It's like, I love every walk of life. Like, I don't care what you do. Like, dude, do your thing. That being said, I remember he asked me like, Massimo, do you like boy or do you like girl? <laughs> and it's like in my mind, it's like, nigga, you've seen what, what I've brought to the house before. <laughs> but like, that was so funny to me. It's like, do you like boys or do you like girls? I think that's like him, like, wondering, like, even if he's going, like, is the lineage going to carry, like, is the legitimate name going? But it's, it, I was like, I was just stumped by the way he asked me that shit out the blue. I was like, I love everybody. <laughs> and then there was like this silence for a second. He, he, in his stoic way, he did. Okay, I love everybody too. <laughs> I was like, all right, hell yeah, yeah that's, our word.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a good grandpa, man. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah.
1: It's, but like that was that was a mm-hmm. lot of the pain. But like, I'm finally out of. I'm not out of the grief. We're never out of the grief of, of loss. But I learned a lot from having to be introspective from the time that I secluded myself from people I'm thankful that that self seclusion happened over the time of COVID when everybody was already self secluding. It's like, nigga, I was on this before y'all catch up,
0: (laughs) (laughs) but yeah. Well, bro, listen, it's, uh, it's getting to that time. So I ask everybody this, um, well let's just say you take a trip to Peru and we never hear from you again. You just like you, be, you, you become a shaman. I don't know. It's, we just don't know. Oh, there's so oh, don't, I could
1: say so, some shit there. So
0: we don't we we don't know what happened to Massimo. I don't know. But all we have left is your legacy, man. What do you hope your legacy is? I would hope that I gave the necessary
1: tools to the person that wants to do. Like if there was someone like my young self, like battling with depression and not knowing what the next day is going to be like and if their dreams are reality, if they want to live, like, having to deal, like, just life, man. Um, I have a belief that I've given back enough, but there's never enough. So, legacy like say, I want to leave behind. For sure, children, but, like, beyond that is just giving someone the hope to push forward
0: that's beautiful you know? brother that's beautiful yeah. well look thanks for coming out bro and your socials once again for yeah. everyone to come follow cause it's you're a good follow man so put your uh, socials out there what is it oh
1: shit that's a lot of spelling um so my instagram email website uh, m-a-s-s-i-m-o l-e-g-i-t-t-i-m-o uh masimo
0: Awesome. Thank you, brother. And as always, this podcast is brought to you by We Are Sacramento and The Loft. (laughs) Thank you, bro. Fucking made me cry. Oh, man. It was a good podcast, man. That was cool, bro. Ain't no way you randomly made me cry at the end. Well, (laughs) I was saving the best for last, bro. Holy shit. That was was really good, man. Thank you, brother.